All right, what's up, Me Dwelle podcast listeners? Stuart Anderson here, uh, introducing our newest episode where we talk to two finishers of the Leadville 100-mile uh, mountain bike race. Uh, Jesse Lopper and Dean Walker. We're so grateful to have them on for a little bit, talking about how they prepared, what the race was like, uh, how they got in, some advice for future riders, and then a big commitment for uh, next year, putting together a huge Mijuele group to go to Leadville and participate in what these guys say is absolutely the hardest thing they've ever done. So uh, it's a fun episode listening to these two beasts talk about their experience and hearing about... uh, what they did at Leadville and and how the race works. So hopefully you enjoy it. Grateful for them, grateful for everybody on the team, and uh, thankful for what's ahead. All right, welcome to uh, Dwelle Podcast. I am Stuart Anderson, and joined today by these two Leadville legends. Uh, Super grateful. I'll have them introduce themselves in just one sec. Uh, But we're going to do a full race report on Leadville um, and everything that goes into hopefully preparing, I assume they prepared, uh, race day, registration, and what it's like to be at this uh, just iconic event. I mean, bucket list event from my point of view. I hope that's how they feel as well. So um, welcome, Dr. Doctor, for the Dean Walker and uh, Jesse Lopper uh, joining us, who both just did Leadville, not this last weekend, but the weekend before. First of all, congratulations, gentlemen. Well done. Finishing. Thank you. Yeah. And Dean has actually done it four times. Jesse, this is your first, right? Uh, that was second. Second. And we'll get in. That's right. We'll get into your uh, your first experience. Hopefully, you can share that story, right? Sure. We got that. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, well, I've ridden with both of these gentlemen a few times this year. And uh, I would love for them to just kind of introduce themselves. Um, Dean, will you introduce uh, yourself first? Um your cycling career, what you do professionally, and kind of how you're connected to the team? Sure. So um, let's see. Uh, professionally, I'm an orthopedic surgeon um, uh, and specialize in, in sports medicine, uh, which basically means knees and shoulders. Uh, done a you know, fair bit of a- athlete coverage and so forth over the years. Um, cycling, I, I started riding you know, years ago, back in the 1990s, 92, I think I bought my first Cannondale aluminum bike uh, and and have mostly just ridden for the sake of riding and having fun and uh, haven't done a ton of racing. I, I, I'm a, you know, ride a load of jaw every year kind of guy. Uh, and I've done it 10 or 11 times and, um, and a few other races smattered here and there, but nothing, you know, nothing real dramatic. You know, it's not like I've got a uh, a resume of, you know, a bajillion crits or whatever. Um, never been on a podium uh, until until this uh, Leadville event. Uh, and so I don't really, can't really claim any sort of uh, uh, palmaris, so to speak. Um, and there you go. Second, Let, just, pla- second, sec- second place though, right, Dean? This last, actually this third. Two weeks third. Yeah. Okay, third, third place. What it really means is I'm just old enough to keep going and continuing to ride. Hey, riding. that's a win. That's a big win. Dude, that's awesome. <laughs> yeah, All right. Okay, Jesse, will you introduce yourself? Yeah, sure. Um, I'm quite a bit newer than Dean to cycling, but um, and a lot of you guys, so it's cool to be able to come in and ride with a lot of the Miduele guys um, and meet you guys and get some knowledge and stuff, but I, I started 
just back in 2018, 2019, really, um, got my first road bike in 2018 towards the end of the year and, uh, just really, really caught fire. Love it. Um, before that I was just at the gym lifting weights and I was, I, I got to the point where I'd done that so many years that I was super bored and had to be more outside. And so it, it was like, you know, I was, I was just <clears throat> looking for something for several years to, to be more active. And, uh, until I, until I actually found it, which is funny because in college I had a couple roommates who were and, and good friends who are road cyclists. And I was like, man, I, I just have no desire to put the spandex on and to get on a road bike and go right on the side of the road. I just had no desire to do that, but now I love it. So it's kind of Dude, funny. You, you even podiumed uh, East Canyon road race this year, which was pretty legit to see. That was awesome. Yeah, that was fun, man. I've had some fun this year. Um, just being so new, I learned a lot in 2019 and then couldn't, I, I start. that's when I started doing racing and then nothing really happened in 2020, just little races here and there. So, so yeah, it's been fun to come out and, you know, show off a little bit of the, the Zwift fitness. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So, um, I want to know Dean, maybe your story about how you picked Leadville how you how you got in it's kind of a it's not easy to to get into uh into the race uh, whether it's lottery or or doing their pre-races and stuff Dean maybe talk Dean for a sec about how you got in so uh the, the I, this is my fourth time as you mentioned uh the first time I got in was 2013 and I did get in on lottery that time um every time subsequent to that the, the other ways of getting in you can they have a a, a camp um, that's a two day, actually a three day camp that if you pay to get into the camp, it gets you an entry into the race. And I got in through the camp a couple of times. And, and then they also have a charity. Uh, if you donate a, enough to their charity, they give you an entry for that. And that was how I got in, uh, this time. Um, my history with the Leadville is, is a little bit, uh, checkered, I guess. Um, I, I crashed at the, at the training camp, um, 2016, I guess it was, uh, and broke my pelvis. Uh, and so that put me out until the following year. And then, uh, uh I did the, as I was training in 2019, getting ready to, to do it uh, a couple of weeks before the race, I, I crashed and broke a bunch of ribs. So my, uh, Leadville has led to me being laid up and, and a, a few different times, which hasn't been all super pleasant, but that's all right. Uh, and yeah, this year, so I just got in on the charity entry. Okay. And then Jesse, your road was a little different. How did you, uh, how'd you, I mean, how'd you pick it and then how'd you get in? So, um, for me, racing has just been about the bud time. <laughs> so <laughs> I, I had a friend going to do the, the stage race in 2019 and I found, heard about it through him and signed up the week of. Um, and that's only two weeks before the 100. So it's mm -hmm. the last weekend in July, uh, three days. So they break up the 100 mile course into three days and it's the exact same course as the Leadville 100. So <clears throat> I went out and did that and, uh, uh, had a blast and I was lucky enough at the end 
they act, you can actually, it's a qualifier. You can qualify by being, you know, I think it's the top three in every category, get a coin, um, which is uh, just an entry to the 100. You still pay, but, um, but uh, then if, if, if there's any left, I think they hold like 10 to 15 or 20 of them that are just kind of lottery at the event. And so <clears throat> I was one of the, one of the guys who stuck around and, and I got one of those, my number drawn out. So I got lucky and uh, I was like, well, crap. It occurs to me that there, there might be people that don't know what we're talking about right now. So would you guys, um, just spend half a minute and describe what this race is. Go ahead, Jesse. Okay, sure. So um, Leadville, Colorado, for starters, it's the highest city in the U.S. So it's the highest incorporated city in the U.S. It's at like a little bit over 10,000 feet. Um, it's right up from Copper, um, pretty close to Vail. But uh, uh, it's a little mining town that uh had some huge uh i guess economic struggles back in the 80s early 80s um because all the mines were shut down i don't know the details about that maybe dean does but um but basically the guy who started this race started it to keep that that town's um economy going so he started a, a hundred mile um ultra marathon foot race oh. and then uh, <clears throat> about 11 years later in the early 90s they started uh they added the mountain bike race and uh it's kind of taken off from there as being the hardest highest altitude longest one day mountain bike race in the country which you can imagine attracts people who mm -hmm. have <laughs> I mean, a lot of a lot of pros. Dean, we were talking before we got on about some documentaries about Leadville. Uh, I mean, pros go to this race. This is a this is a huge deal. Did you guys? I mean, you guys mingled with pros. Just you were like hanging out with TJ the whole time. Oh yeah, man. Yeah. Well, no, I shared an Airbnb with TJ. He's a buddy now. Uh, nice. Like crusher. We happen to have mutual friends from down in St. George, and so yeah, he's a stud. But yeah, it was cool. I got to go to the uh, Lifetime uh, Foundation dinner. I don't know if Dean was there. Were you at that, Dean? No, I, I'm not that special. <laughs> oh, man. I just got lucky to know the right people. <laughs> and uh, yeah, all the some of the pros were there, Peter Stetna and some other guys. But yeah, Lachlan Morton. Um, mm -hmm. a, lot, a lot of pros are racing Leadville every year. And so it, it's cool because you're out on the same course. And it's an out and back course. So as, as I'm going up Columbine, I'm, I'm just waiting to see, you know, which, which pros are coming down first. And, and this year I got pretty excited. It was Keegan Swenson was out on his own by like a minute. And so I kind of cheered him on, you know, I'm sure that helped him go a lot faster, but that's <laughs> super cool to see that. What do you guys think draws so many people to this thing? I mean, it is very popular, like from being at it and, and experiencing it. 
Um, Dean, what do you think is, is the big draw here? Yeah, the race has a bit of a mystique about it. Uh, uh, you know, the altitude, the, 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 the difficulty and, and, and the people that are there. Uh, and it's, it, it, it's, it's kind of a unique environment. Um, you know, and, and you are, you're, you're there, it's a small town. And so everybody there in town is doing the race and you are, you're, you're, you know, I got a selfie with Floyd Landis and Dave Zabriskie uh, last mm-hmm. time I was there, not, not this year, but you know, I mean, you're just, you're walking around town with, with all these, these big names and everybody's just pretty, pretty, you know, mellow and, and chill about the whole thing. It's, it's, it's really pretty cool. And they do it. They do a wonderful job of, of, putting it on and, and setting it up and so forth. And, you know, like Jesse said, it's, it's an out and back course and the, the turnaround is at the top of the biggest climb. And so as you're and, and a big part of that climb, you, you end up walking up. I mean, it just, it's, it's so steep and so high elevation that you just, you can't do anything but walk and push your bike. So you're kind of trudging up this hill. And as you're doing so the, the pros are flying down. And so you, you know, you get a chance to, to see it all firsthand. Uh, and it's, it's pretty cool. What do you think, Jesse? What do you think draws so many to this thing? I mean, it is like you, you said, and I think Dean said the hardest thing you've ever done. I mean, why would, what, I mean, is that why people go? Yeah. I mean, what do you think? Yeah. I, I think, you know, there's certain events that are fun and there's certain events that people do because it's a big challenge, right? Like Lodija. I don't know that, it's fun in its own way, but it's a huge challenge. And that's, that's uh, a different kind of fun just to challenge yourself and have that sense of accomplishment. And that's, that's kind of what I compare it to in my experience. You know, if there's a road race that's, that I've done, that's comparable, it's, it's Lodija is the road version of Leadville. Um, obviously with a lot less elevation because Leadville, you do a hundred miles but you get over 12,000 elevation gain. So it's, it's a, it's a climbing event that has some steep, steep climbs and then some flat roads in between. So uh, you get a little bit of everything and the main climbs are, are pretty different too. You know, you get a a lot of different uh, scenery on all of them. So it's, it's pretty unique out here and a unique challenge. Dean, maybe talk about uh, your day, like your any stories or or experiences that you had this year that would be that would be fun to share. Um, yeah, so uh, I mean, the race starts out. Uh, the the thing that was different this year with the start is they they did staggered group starts this year. Uh, before it was just one big mass start, and they they put you in corrals based upon your your, your qualifying times or, you know, your kind of expected finish time, which is nice because it, it gives the, 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 the group a little bit of organization. Um, and you, you start start out on the road going kind of down a hill out, out through town uh, and, and you're on the pavement for oh, five or six miles. And then you, you turn onto some soft dirt road uh, and, then, and then you hit an uphill at about mile eight or so. And when it goes up, it, it all of a sudden goes up at a fairly steep, steep climb. And prior years to this year, when, when you hit that uphill, 
um, invariably there'll be some people who stopped and then all of a sudden everything's backed up behind them. So you're, mm -hmm. you know, it, it became a mess this year with the staggered starts was nice because you, there was, there was much less congestion. So you could keep riding. The, the other thing that was, was nice is uh, on the pavement prior years, it was, it was pretty tricky. You got people who you were behind who are trying to pass and so forth. And you really worry about being taken out by anybody. Um, anyway, as far as my day was concerned, um, you know, everything went smooth. I, uh, uh you know, did, did it start, it starts out cold. It's just like Lota jaw. You're cold first thing in the morning and you drop down in a Valley and then it's really cold and you're just trying to manage it, you know, stay, stay in, in control of your bike. Uh, you, you climb up the hill and then you, you got a little bit of a downhill and then you climb up another hill and then you're in the flats and it starts to get hot. Um, uh, as far as my day was concerned, I, I didn't have anything really remarkable to tell about my day. It was long. It was hard. It was hot. By the end of the day, it was really hot. Uh, and I was shooting for 10 hours, I was shooting for nine hours. If you, if you finish under 12 hours, you get a, a big silver cowboy belt buckle, which is cool. And if you finish under nine hours, it's, it's bigger and it's gold. And I've been shooting for that stupid uh, gold belt buckle now for four years. And I'm still just, I'm, you know, my times have been between nine 15 and nine 30. And I'm, I'm just right there, but haven't quite, quite achieved that goal, which just gives me more reason to go back, I guess. I don't yes. know. So, uh, but it's, it's a, it's, it's a remarkable day. You, you know, you, you, you do it. It's like similar to Lota Jai. You have family there to support you. I have my brother-in-law and then one of my buddies who, who supported me. And then when you come up the finish line, you know, they have a red carpet laid out there at the very end. And it's, 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 it's fun. It's really cool. Nice. So Jesse, how was your day? I know that uh, you kind of had some redemption in your eyes here, right? Yeah. I mean, I'll, I'll tell you about my first time out there and then maybe a little bit about the second time this, this last time, but in 2019, I went out, and, uh, I, I have a great group of friends. I'm lucky to, um, have just this group of buddies who a lot of them have done Leadville and it's just like a tradition. It's kind of like Lodija for a lot of guys where, um, you know, we, the, the, one of my friend's brothers is a, is a local pro who's won it a couple times. He's won Leadville. So, so they have like, you know, I, I feel like I got coached by the best and I just really expected to do well at it because I had done the, the stage race. I knew the course um, and I went out. I was I was feeling good. Um, but uh, I in 2019, I just blew my nutrition, just got off my game. I had uh, done most of my training on road because it's hard to find big, long extended climbs for mountain biking like it is on road. And we've got these big canyons that are, that simulate Leadville climbs better than most uh, mountain biking climbs do. So anyway, the difference is on road, I was, I had switched to eating these 400 calorie pro bars, these big brick bags. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> bars instead and and so i did that about a month before leadville and i was like yeah i'm gonna do try this instead of liquid and uh, i'm out there on my mountain bike and i just had no time or 
energy to eat, you know, you just can't <laughs> pull a bar out and, and while you're, while you're mountain biking and, uh, ride with and it just doesn't work. And so I had loaded my bottles with just one scoop. So they're about hundred calorie bottles instead of three to 400 calorie bottles. And, uh, <clears throat> to complicate things when you get on, on the main climb, when you're going up towards the 50 mile turnaround, um, is where you hit the highest elevation. It's, it's what, 12,300 or something like that. 12, four. And it, it was enough that, um, it, it was messing with my head. You know, I was, I can remember just kind of being out of it. And I was definitely off my game nutrition wise. Didn't realize I wasn't eating, uh, near it. And, uh, so fast forward to coming in, in the last 10 miles, I, you come up a gravel road and then in the last couple of miles, you, you actually get onto pavement and ride up into the center of town is where the finish line is. Um, and I, I had been like a rolling zombie for 20 miles, you know, mm -hmm. I, <laughs> I really tell you who I, you know, who I was riding around you know, and I can't tell you in that race, I have no recollection of a lot of the, la the last couple climbs, except for when uh, people I knew were passing me. And every single friend of mine I had on that course came past me in the last oh. 20 miles. So I remember that happening, but that's about it. Um, but I'm coming up in the last three miles and I realize that I'm blacking out. Like I'm on one side of the road and I'm going like six miles an hour and then I'm on the other side. And so I decided to get off my bike and uh, I just felt uh, insanely drowsy is what I felt like. And <laughs> sometimes I'll Sorry. get like a day and I'll take like a five minute cat nap and, uh -huh. and, and it does wonder for me. I feel great. And I'm uh -huh. like, man, I have got to get off my bike and just close my eyes for five minutes and I'll be fine. <laughs> and, uh, I'm like, otherwise I'm going to take a header. Once I get onto this pavement, it's going to be bad news. So I, I sat in a ditch on the side of the dirt road with two miles left and, and decided to take a nap. And, uh, apparently that caused a scene with everyone coming by trying to help me. Oh, and I'm waving man. on just saying, no, I'm good. I just need a nap, <laughs> but really I, I eat, I needed a drink and, and, uh, I just felt like I needed a nap. So, uh, luckily a friend came by, uh, probably within the first five minutes I was there and it, he, you know, he's trying to give me his water and stuff like that. He calls some friends and, uh, they weren't able to get to me, he calls some more friends and he gets my supporters, um, to come down from the finish line. And, uh, um, you know, they brought me some food and got me going again, but it took about, I was there for probably 30 uh, to 40 minutes. It was probably about 40 minutes. I was just laying there hanging out. <laughs> and, and uh, you know, when my friends came up, they're like, you've got to finish this. They're trying to motivate me. And I'm like, oh yeah, man, I'm fine. I'm just, I'm just taking I'm a just nap. Really I'm tired. Gonna... <laughs> I'm just tired. The lessons learned, you know, nutrition wise, I had a better game plan this time. Um, but, uh, I, yeah, I'm like Dean, man. I, I, uh, I, I'm chasing that big belt buckle. That's, that's a sub nine buckle. And, um, 
I started out, I, I started out the year doing awesome training really well. And like you said, I was able to make it on a couple podiums and was riding pretty well. Um, but I'm like, man, I got this. No problem, man. I'm going to go for like a eight, eight thirty, you know, eight twenty, like <clears throat> is what I was thinking. And then, uh, early July, I, uh, I had started doing some trail runs and I ended up, um, tearing my meniscus. And in the process of finding out exactly what I tore and then having a family vacation in Florida, I didn't ride my bike for three weeks because <laughs> I thought my season was done. But, um, you know, Dean actually told me that I was, I was good to ride and I wasn't going to do any more damage to it. So, um, we could fix it now or later. And I'm like, well, this is a, this is a surgeon who's also doing Leadville. So he knows the challenge I'm facing in this ride and how challenging it is. And, and, uh, so, you know, I trust that opinion, but, uh, I, it, it took about a week and I decided, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to just see what kind of fitness I can get back and, um, <laughs> and see if I can actually salvage this. Cause I was waiting since 2019 for redemption, you know? Right. Yeah. So I gave it my best shot, but I came in this year in nine thirteen, which was extremely disappointing. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and it was, it was, it was rough because I knew for like the last 45 minutes for sure that I was, I was off pace and I was pushing as hard as I could. And I just couldn't, couldn't bring it back. But it's frustrating because <clears throat> a lot of the guys I was riding with, uh, 20, 25 miles earlier came in around eight fifty. you know? So I have a, you know, I don't want to make excuses, but it's, you can't take three weeks off in July <laughs> and gain 10, 15 pounds and, and try and uh, cram in your training a few weeks before. But, um, but yeah, I gave it my best shot and, uh, it, uh, it was, just, it was a rough day. It was a rough day. Uh, Dean can tell you this year we had a, it was, it was a good headwind coming back in in the last 50 miles. So mm. it slowed a lot of people down. What, a, I mean, when you guys look at going back or, or participating again, I know that belt buckle is it, but what else like drives, like what you guys learn? Is this like one of those uh, races where you're like, Oh, I love to see what this makes me or, uh, I, I love the environment. I mean, what, what brings you back, Dean? Why did you come back? Is it just that belt buckle? Yeah. It, you know, it's kind of the, the, why do we do this in the first place? Right. Uh, it's, 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 it's hard enough that you've got to, you've got to prepare for it. You can't, you can't fake your way. As, as Jesse just said, you can't fake your way through this one. Um, You've got to, you've got to have, you know, have all your ducks in a row. You got to be prepared. Uh, and um, I, I, that's, that's kind of what keeps me going, frankly, is just, it, it kind of keeps me, I like the focus. I like the direction that it gives me. I like have, having that carrot out there to, to kind of keep me motivated to, uh, you know, keep riding and training. For me, I, I love the training. I love going out of the group rides with the guys. I, I love going out by myself and, you know, beating, 
you know, doing porter porter fork intervals and just beating myself to pieces. <laughs> I, I I love it all, and then, and then the race is just kind of the the reason why you do all the other stuff. And and Leadville is hard enough that it it forces you to really focus uh, because you can't. At least for me, anyway, I'm 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 not naturally gifted enough that I can just kind of go out and do it and have a great time. I've got to I've got to really be on my game or I'm I'm in trouble. Dude, third place, Dean. You were on your game, man. You nailed it. Well, <laughs> yeah. you know, and the funny thing is, is because it's not like, you know, it's not like you're with your group or anything when you're riding, right? So I didn't even realize I was on the podium until about, you know, nine, nine o'clock, well, eight o'clock that evening when I <laughs> pulled up the results. It was like, oh, hey, wait a minute. I've got a reason to go to the presentation thing tomorrow morning. Sweet. <laughs> Jesse, will you do it again? Will you go back? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, honestly, the day of I'm like, I'm going to retire from cycling. I am not <laughs> <laughs> again. Uh, I, I can barely walk after. But um, yeah, no, there's no question. I, um, it, it is hard to get into. But like Dean was saying, there's several different avenues to get in. And so if you want to get in, you can you can find a way whether you there's whether you do a qualifying race and get a coin there or I I've got, I got in through the lottery this last time. Mm. So yeah, I, I'll go back and do it. And, uh, hopefully I can show up with, uh, with some good fitness and finally get that big buckle. I, I have a big buckle from the stage races, but man, I, I just, for me, it's just, uh, it's just bragging rights amongst friends. Like I need that big buckle. I have to have <laughs> uh, yeah and that's part of it man it's such a hard race that i would love to get that big buckle and retire from that race <laughs> and that's that's what makes me mad about not getting it this year because i'm like man i gotta go back and do it again <laughs> but no it's it's an awesome event and uh just amazing culture that's cool yeah the the other race directors that we've interviewed over the last you know, a couple months, it is that culture of the race that really brings people back kind of that environment, uh, that people love to be a part of that really makes these races successful. So that's cool to hear. Definitely. What, uh, I mean, if you were going to give advice, Dean, when you walk away from this, let's say you've got everybody listening now, that's like, okay, 2022, I'm doing it. Um, what do you say to those people? Um, well, uh, again, I mean, you got to be prepared. It's just like, you know, what, what advice would you give somebody when they're going to do Lota Jaw, right? Um, you've you've got to be prepared. You got to have your nutrition dialed in. The equipment is, a, is an interesting one for Leadville and a big discussion around, you know, what do you ride, hardtail or, or full suspension? I even saw a couple of guys on, on, I think they were gravel bikes. I'm not sure, Jesse, maybe you saw the same guys. Uh, but I, I know there were a couple of guys on drop bar bikes, which looked insane to me. Yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Yeah. But um, I, I don't know, as far as advice that I would give the, the you know, whoever might be listening to this, uh, it, it, it's, 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 it's really fun. It's really rewarding. Be prepared for, for something harder than you've ever done. And in my experience, uh, it's, it's similar to load a job, but it's much harder. Uh, I think the altitude adds a whole new dimension to it that, that makes it that much more physically challenging. 
but that being said, I think it's, it's, it's very rewarding and it's a, it's a great time. It's a really good time. How about you, Jesse? What advice would you give e even somebody that's like, uh, I don't know if I want to register or, or how to, anything that you would say to somebody wanting to do it next year? Um, I think it's, uh, it, I don't know. I, I think it, it, that one of the best you can do is the, the stage races, the way that I got in and go and, and preview the course broken up into three days um, or the camp that, uh, that Dean said he's done. Um, there, there's, uh, they actually have volunteer opportunities. Um, I don't know if they do at the camp, but if you volunteer during say the ra for the race in 2022, you'll get an entry for 2023. Um, the way that I understand it. So they, they let, if you volunteer, you get in the next year. Um, from what I've seen and I've, I've had several friends get in that way, you know? So if you want to go and volunteer and support a friend next year, um, that's, that's a good way to get in too. But my, my advice is do it. It's, it, you know, if you like mountain biking and you like challenging hard things, it's, it's the biggest, baddest race around you. you it's amazing. It's an awesome race. I need some more, I need some more insider secrets here. You got to at least everybody, each of you've got to share like an insider secret. The only past participants know. <laughs> don't, don't take a nap at mile one. Oh, here's the insider secret. Here's it. The funny thing is where I took a nap was over mile 100. And I'm like, man, I did not know it was 103 miles. And now they the course to where it's 105. And I'm like, oh, oh no! I, I prepared for a hundred. I'm stuck, <laughs> you know. So prepare for a hundred and five because that's what it really is. That's that's, that's one in. <laughs> well, the I other respect thing is, you. It's, oh, it's, go ahead. it's dry. It's dry up there, and so it whatever solids you put in your mouth, you're probably spitting out. So, you know, you plan on as much liquid nutrition as you can handle, in my opinion, because I, I, I like Z bars. I eat a lot of those on my regular rides and I, they're, they're, they're not very dry in my opinion as some of the others. And it was just, it was too dry. So, so yeah, bring chapstick and, uh, <laughs> uh, prepare for dry environment because I can, yeah. I respect yeah. you. Oh, go ahead, Dean. I'll just say for, for my nutrition, you're, you're right, Jesse. Previous years, I tried to eat bars and so forth, and it doesn't work. And I got, I, I got into trouble nutritionally on, on the other times I've done it. This year, I had my nutrition dialed in, and I, I drank, you know, had, had uh, scratch mix in my water and, um, uh, and, and did gels. And that, that worked really well for me this year. I didn't even bother eating food. I, I think I had a fig noon at one point in time, but that was about it. Um, but yeah, it's so, it is so high and so dry that, and like Jesse said, you're, you're, it's on a mountain bike, you're going, trying to go hard and fast, trying to pull out a bar and unwrap it and eat it. It just doesn't work. Yeah. Well, I, um, I respect you both, um, as men and as athletes, um, maybe as we wrap up here, I would love to hear, you know, advice to the team on, on anything, 
Uh, Dean, I'd love to hear from you first. Like what, what advice would you give a 20 something um, year old member of this team that you've learned just from riding bikes and, and life in general? Uh, enjoy the journey. Uh, you know, it, the, the, the racing is fun, but it's all, it's, it, it's, for me, it's all about the camaraderie with the, with the guys, uh, and, and, you know, and enjoy the journey as you're on it and don't, don't get too hung up on, on results or whatever. And, and realize that there's, there's always going to be another day and don't push it so hard that, you know, there was a guy that died this year at Leadville. Uh, and that's not worth it. It's just, it's, it's just not, uh, to, to try to go too hard, too fast. And what happened is there was a, uh, a, a switchback right towards the very end. And it, it's at, at the bottom of a downhill. And so you come into the switchback going pretty hard and he just overcooked it and blew through it and hit a tree. And that was that. Uh, and so enjoy the journey and enjoy, enjoy the relationships and the camaraderie with your friends and your family. Cause that's what it's all about. Nice. I love that. Jesse, how about you, man? Any Miguele advice? <clears throat> man, I, I get my advice from this podcast. So I, I don't <laughs> <know>. <laughs> um, I don't know. Just I, I just do it for like I said, I, I, I just do it for fun. And, you know, I've talked to guys and said, oh, about racing. And for some guys, they say, oh, I don't race. I just ride to have fun for me, I have a lot of fun in the races, you know, that's, that's the way I have fun. So, um, I guess, uh, I guess do what's, what, what makes you happy and what, what's fun for you. You know, for me, I like, I like doing several different races. I've done a few different road races this year. Mountain bike and gravel is kind of the newer thing I started last year, but, um, I'm planning, I just did last best ride up in Whitefish, Montana two days ago and planning to do, um, Belgian waffle Cedar city was a lot of fun last year. So nice. planning to do that again. Um, but yeah, uh, just respect the process. You know, I, I I'm still pretty new at it and, you know, at times you're, you're riding with guys and you feel like you're fast and then you go out and ride with Stu and you're like, good heck, man. I, Whatever. <laughs> Learn, man. <laughs> so yeah, yeah well, when you when you show up to a hundred mile ride on a gravel bike, yeah, you might feel that way out on the road with the <laughs> Iron Cowboy. <laughs> oh man, yeah, that was a fun. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Well, I appreciate you both. You are both uh, incredible ambassadors for this team and cycling in general. I was with Dean. Um, one time this year going down immigration where we stopped and helped two guys that had crashed. And, uh, it was inspiring to see him, you know, use his skills and his life to help those two dudes that had, that had crashed right by that fire station. That was not a great situation for them, Dean, but the way you handled it and took care of them and, um, <laughs> those guys, man, that was brutal. And then just, I mean, the time... <laughs> Not a good morning. Just the time we shared uh, with Iron Cowboy. I mean, that day was so fun. And then watching you go down and help him time and time again. Uh, man, that was just awesome to see you down there. And um, Anyway, I appreciate you both. Really respect Really respect you both. So, Well, um, thank you, Stu. It's a, it's a pleasure and honor to be to be associated with the Midwelly guys. It's, thank you. Yes, yeah, same. Well, 
more to come. Let's do it. I'm in for Leadville next year. I'm doing it. I'm bagging loaded you. No more. I'm done with that thing. Let's do something cooler. <laughs> Let's do it. Yeah, I would love to have some more guys come out and do Leadville. That it's such a cool, cool community and, and event. It'd be great. I'm, I'm game. Sign me up. Here I am being accountable. I'm doing it. Let's do it. All right. <laughs> yeah, we're gonna hold you to it. <laughs> okay. All righty, fellas. Well, thanks so much. Appreciate you both. And uh, I guess till next time. Okay, thanks, Stu. Hey, guys. Thanks, Jeff. Thanks.